0: Wonderful words of life. Thank you so much for coming on today's podcast. Today we're going to be reading Tell the Good News is the title. An article by Kenneth Copeland. 2 Corinthians 5.19 says God was in Christ reconciliating the world. Reconciling. Reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing the trespasses unto them, and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. 2 Corinthians 5.19 Very few unsaved people today have ever really heard the good news. Why? Because too many Christians are being Busy telling the world God is mad at them. And telling them that they're terrible and wrong. Some call that good news. But it's not. And it is not what God has commissioned us to share. He's given us the word of reconciliation. He sent us to tell the news that God has restored harmony and fellowship between himself and men. All men, not just believers, not just the people in your church, but everyone. That's right. The worst old probable sinner in the world is every bit as reconciled to God as you are. Look at Romans 5.10, and you'll see what I mean. It says that, When we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son. Reconcile, the word is is past tense. God has already restored fellowship between himself and the world. He did it when there was not one person on earth except Jesus who believed in the new birth. He did it when the entire world was lying in sin. Through the death and resurrection of Jesus, God has cleansed and forgiven and restored to himself every man, woman, and child on the face of this earth. All any of us have to do now is receive it. That's the good news, that's the good word God has given us. That's the word we need to share with those who are lost. If we'll do it, it can almost guarantee you they won't stay lost very long. Amen second corinthians five ten to twenty one For we must all stand before Christ to be judged. We will each receive. Whatever we deserve for the good or evil we have done in this earthly body. Because we understand our fearful responsibility to the Lord, we work hard to persuade others. God knows we are sincere and I hope you know this too. Are we commending ourselves to you again? No. We are giving you a reason to be proud of us so you can answer those who brag about having a spectacular ministry Rather than having a sincere heart. It is seems. If it seems crazy. We are crazy. If it seems we are crazy. (laughs) It is to bring glory to God. And if we are in our right minds. It is to your benefits. Either way. Christ's love controls us. Since we believe that Christ died for us all. We also believe we have all died to our old life. He died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ who died and raised for them and was raised for them. (laughs) So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. How different we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. And all of this is a gift from God, who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sin against him. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead. Come back to God. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sins. So that we will be made right with God through Christ. Amen. You know, this new life we experience in Jesus Christ is so far reaching and complete that we become brand new people through him. I had a hard time believing that. I kept going back. I'm going to be judged. I'm going to be judged. And they kept telling me, Fernando is a walk of faith. Fernando is a choice. You accept it by faith. I could not understand that. And I feel for the people that will go 14 years like I did, always thinking that's punishment. But these are the indicators that I saw that if you're worried about it, most likely you're in. <laughs> and if you accept that Jesus Christ and you and you have a new responsibility in your heart that you want to communicate with your parents, you want to take care of your parents. These are all indicators that you are born again. Another one, your, your salvation for your children, for your brothers and sisters, the salvation for the world how the world was running in sin. You see all that when you're born again. And you get an excitement about the world of Christianity, the world of God, and how people worship and love God. You get excited being other, other Christians where you just love and relax and joy and move like the wind. You know, you're just back and forth like you're being you know, and join the things that God has given us. He's given us a new, brand new heart. We're made. We're good. We're good to go. Jesus Christ died for us. He said, and was raised for us. He went through all the work for us. So we can be ambassadors of Christ. God is making his appeal through us. Isn't that a wonderful thing? Enthusiastically, comedy. Uh, intriguing demonstration where shining lights telling other people that christ is the way to go we have been made right with god through christ amen and all this is a gift from god a gift are you excited when you receive a gift and that's perpetual i can i choose to receive the gift and i'm excited about the gift of reconciliation I've been reconciled with God. All my sins are gone. I am not the same old Fernando. I'm a brand new man. I am made in Christ Jesus. I get excited and I'm thankful. I receive the gift. I say, yes, 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 Lord Jesus, to your gift of salvation. Yes, to your gift of joy and glory and the gift of peace. Hallelujah. I don't fear the judgment like a lot of pastors. they. Eighty percent of the pastors are hitting over the beating their 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 congregation, telling them what bad sinners, so in essence we're purifying ourselves, purifying ourselves, breaking ourselves, break yourself, break yourself, break yourself to a point that you're you're no no heavenly good, no earthly good. Get excited uh, the reconciliation is dysfunctional or fractured relationship is one of the greatest needs we have in recovery. Amen. I'm reading to you from the notes of the uh, of the Recovery Bible. At the human level, this is very difficult to do, but in the case of our broken relationship with God, He has already met us more than halfway by offering us reconciliation through Jesus Christ. Amen. God's work of reconciliation is even more profound since God committed none of the wrongs in our relationship with Him, by accepting the forgiveness He offers, okay, you may have to park your car and and be still and say, "I accept Your forgiveness, Lord. I accept Your forgiveness." That little boy, that little girl inside you that kicks and Hans and just need to stop and receive His forgiveness, receive His gifts. Our relationship with God can be restored. Our enthusiasm, our joy, and our strength can be restored. We're also called to follow God and forgive others. That's a given, huh? We've been given. We don't have any resistance to hate anybody. If the gift of forgiveness is offered by someone else, we can humbly accept it. In this way, we can begin rebuilding our relationship and making amends with the people we have wronged. Steps 8 and 9. Amen, amen. Again, this new life we experience in Jesus Christ is so far-reaching and complete, listen, complete, that we become brand new people through him. Mind you, you could be born again and could be mourning and groaning and trying to do the work of Jesus all over again by you being the martyr, by you sacrificing yourself for your kids' sake so they can be saved, and so much nonsense happens through a human being. They can't seem to accept the gift and the salvation of a restored, of being saved, and just accept it and say, "Okay, all my sins forgiven. I've been washed." Yep, you don't feel it. You need. We need to stop and receive it, and keep at it till we get it. It's our tension. In our minds, it keeps fighting that. It's our bodies. It doesn't want to relax and let the, the peace and the forgiveness come in. And uneasiness, God has restored us, period. I ought to be excited about that. And keep, you got to keep saying it till your heart believes it. Remember, our thoughts and habits, including our compulsions or addictions, will automatically vanish, okay? But it, it, but it does not. But it does mean from that from God's point of view, we have been forgiven. We are new creatures in His sight, and through the power of God's Holy Spirit, we have the power necessary to complete transformation in all areas of our life. You hear that? To complete transformation. If you're having still problems with with anger, addiction, compulsions, habits, you know, hating. Just start thanking God that you're forgiven. Thanking God. And we pick it up by faith. We receive it by faith. We learn to be restored. And remember, we forgive others because we used to feel like that. We weren't able to escape our addictive natures. But we cried out to God and we were touched to go out there and get a job and start becoming responsible. We were cleansed. We were made holy right there and then. Now we have to work it out. We were made right with God, and we have to work it out by calling on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God. Anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. God doesn't just erase our sinful behaviors when we identify ourselves with Christ. He gives us a new identity. We will always remember what we were and realize that our sinful natures and our body may always be predisposed to a particular addiction. We may even still slip up at times, but we need no longer define ourselves by our addictions. In Christ, we are all the forgiven. We are all the cleansed. We are all the the holy children of God. We are ambassadors of Christ Jesus. For those of us who have believed in Jesus Christ for salvation, remember, the judgment will also include the giving of rewards. Isn't that funny how we pass right through that? It says, for we must all stand before Christ to be judged. We will each receive whatever we deserve for the good we have done in this earthly body. And then it goes on to say over and over again, for new creatures, we've been forgiven For God's Christ, we're made good to go. But in our lower natures, we hang on to this part. We say, oh, we're going to be judged for the evil we've done. And thus, not taking into account that we've been forgiven for all our past actions. And we try to give money, time, and all kinds of craziness for the evil we done, and we don't receive the gift of forgiveness through Jesus to the Father, through Jesus Christ. I know that. I've been there. You come from a Catholic background. You're there all the time, burning candles, pounding your head on the cement. You get born again, and you're still burning candles, pounding your head. But all in all, I'll st- we'll st- praising and thanking the joy of the Lord is our ticket is our main ticket that we're born again made right with God amen I'm going too long on this subject I love you God bless you in the name of Jesus Christ rise up and receive your gifts receive your many benefits receive your stature and your composure from the king of kings and lord of lords Jesus Christ of Nazareth be made whole and sanctified in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen and amen. God bless you, family. Let's get out there and give them heaven. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verses 10 to 21, <clears throat> one more time. God has made us good, good to go with him through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. We got a new identity in Christ. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. He makes all things new. Amen. This is the message Bible starting with verse nine, Second Corinthians 5. But neither exile nor homecoming is the main thing. Cheerfully pleasing God is the main thing. And that's what we aim to do regardless of our condition. That's why we thank Him for all things and rejoice in our salvation. Sooner or later, we all have to face God, regardless of our, of our conditions. We will appear before Christ and take what's coming to us as a result of our actions, either good or bad. And remember, our actions have been made good by receiving Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. That's the point they're making. We have made a choice. That keeps us diligent, moving forward in the right direction. You can be sure it's no light thing to know that we are all one day stand in the place of judgment. That's why we work urgently with everyone to meet to get them ready to face God. God alone knows how well we do this, but I hope you realize how much and deeply we care. We're not saying this to make ourselves look good to you. We just thought it would make you feel good. Proud even that we're on your side and not just nice to your face as so many people are. If I acted crazy, I did it for God. If I acted very overly serious, I did it for you. Christ's love has moved me to such extremes. His love has the first and last word in everything we do. Our firm decision is to work from this focus center. One man died for everyone. That puts everyone in the same boat. He included everyone in his death so that everyone could also be included in his life. A resurrection life, a far better life than people ever lived on their own. Because of this decision, we don't evaluate people by what they have or how they look. We look at the Messiah that way once we and get, got it all wrong, as you know. We certainly don't look at him that way anymore. We now look inside, and what we see is that everyone united with the Messiah gets a fresh start. Is created new. The old life is gone, and new life emerges. Look at it. All this comes from the God who settled the relationship between us and Him, and then called us to settle our relationship with each other. God put the world square with Himself through the Messiah, giving the world a fresh start by offering forgiveness of sins. God has forgiven us. God has given us the task of telling everyone what he is doing. We're Christ's representatives, ambassadors. God uses us to persuade men and women to drop their differences and enter into God's work of making things right between them. We're speaking for Christ himself now. Become friends with God. He's already a friend with you. How you ask in Christ, God put the wrong on him who never did anything wrong, so we could be put right with God. Amen. That's how God did it. God put the wrong we did on Jesus Christ, who never did anything wrong, so we could be put right with God. What a gift. Let's enjoy it and tell others.